Interesting stat. I've known it for a while. According to a report by the OECD's International Transport Forum, Canada is among only seven industrialized nations where pedestrian deaths have been on the increase. The report blames distracted driving and a lack of law enforcement in general. America is another one of the countries where pedestrian deaths have been on the increase. And some interesting new research out of the U.S. finds that SUVs, pickups, vans, and minivans are substantially more likely than cars to hit pedestrians when making turns. At intersections, the odd that a crash that killed a crossing pedestrian involved a left turn by the vehicle versus to no turn were about twice as high for SUVs, nearly three times as high for vans and minivans, and nearly four times as high for pickups as they were for cars. That's pretty substantial. The odds that a crash that killed a crossing pedestrian involved a right turn by the vehicle were also about 89% higher for pickups amongst other vehicles. Now, my next guest says the research by the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety shows, or at least suggests, that these larger vehicles may not afford drivers as clear a view of people crossing the road, which makes sense. With more on the study and what can be done to fight the problem, joining me now is Jessica Cicchino, who is Vice President of Research at the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. Thank you for joining me tonight. Thanks for having me. This is a really interesting study. I I guess what I always find interesting about studies is what did you set out to understand? To see how the crash picture for pedestrians um, look different for um, different types of vehicles. We know that um, in the United States, at least, that we've been seeing more and more SUVs on our roads. Um, And so, you know, to get a sense of what that might do for pedestrians down the line, we wanted to see how their crashes differed um, from crashes that we see with cars. And we we know that there are some differences between um, SUVs and cars when it comes to pedestrians already. We know that those vehicles tend to uh, produce more serious injuries when they strike pedestrians. But one thing we didn't know was uh, other parts of what kinds of crashes they're getting into to begin with. Yeah. And what, what did you, or how did you go about trying to figure that out? So we used two different crash databases, um, one that had all of the pedestrian crashes in one state in the United States, North Carolina. Um, and then we also used a database of all of the fatal crashes um, in the U.S. And so um, in those databases, we were able to see what the different types of vehicles were by looking at their VIN numbers um, and being able to decode from there what type of vehicle they were. Um, And then we also did some crash typing on those crashes that were in the database. And so, um, you know, when analysts went through and looked at um, what the pedestrian was doing, what the vehicle was doing um, to be able to, you know, give more categories to what was going on. And so um, we looked separately at crashes at intersections and ones that weren't at intersections and looked at what the top crash types were and um, and then looked pretty much at how the distribution of crashes differed between the type of vehicle that was involved in them. And what did you find out? And so we found that at intersections, SUVs, pickups, and vans, when they were involved in a pedestrian crash, they were more likely to be turning than a car was um, versus Um, cars were more likely than the bigger vehicles to be going straight. Um, We also found that away from intersections, um, SUVs and um, the bigger vehicles were also more likely to be involved in walking along the roadway types of crashes where a pedestrian is kind of walking on the side of the road than what we see for cars. I guess, I mean, obviously accidents involving heavier vehicles are often more deadly to pedestrians to begin with. Is that correct? 
Right, that is correct. I mean, we've seen in study after study that SUVs and pickup trucks are much more likely to kill or seriously injure a pedestrian that's involved in a crash. And, and we've seen this, you know, in older data, but even with more recent vehicles as well, that this still stands. Um, so you know, we're seeing now kind of a different way that the crash picture um, is different for SUVs and pickups. In addition to crashes being more severe with them, there also might be some different types of crash types that they're more likely to get into. Overall, do you think um, policymakers generally have been quick enough to recognize what a change we've seen on North American roads in general over the last 20 years from smaller vehicles to these larger vehicles that are out there? Yeah, well, we haven't been seeing a, a lot of changes in policy when it comes to designing vehicles um, to be safer for pedestrians, especially when it comes to things like their size and shape. And some of those have to do with a lot of the research that's been done on um, what kinds of vehicle designs can keep pedestrians safe have been done on smaller cars and have been done with things like European crash data where they really don't have a lot of larger cars. And so there's still a lot of like a, a, a lot of mystery out there, I guess, about you know what kinds of countermeasures can we put in to make these larger vehicles safer for pedestrians? Because we do know quite a lot about what we can do with smaller vehicles. And the question is, do these same kinds of countermeasures work with larger vehicles or are there different kinds of things that we need to be doing? And when it comes to things like vehicle technology, we have seen policymakers move towards embracing that. You know, we've started to see that automatic emergency braking systems that can warn you if you're about to hit a pedestrian or even apply the brakes for you if you don't do it in time are preventing pedestrian crashes. And we've seen um, governments around the world start to recognize that and move towards possibly mandating it on new cars. And so that's a good thing that will prevent a good number of crashes. One of the stats that you quote in this study that I found uh, fascinating, just because I didn't know, was that after declining significantly for many, many years, I gather, there's actually been an increase in the number of pedestrian fatalities over the last decade or so. Is that the case? And why, why would that be? Right. We've seen the number of pedestrian fatalities in the United States increase um, more than 58% since they reached their low point in 2009. And they've just been going straight up since then. And now we have more pedestrian fatalities in the U.S. than we've seen since the early 90s. Um, and we don't have a clear answer for what's going on. I mean, you know, we've seen during the pandemic that all fatalities have gone up in the United States, um, but pedestrian fatalities have been on an uprise much longer before that, even during a period when fatalities for vehicle occupants were going down. And so there are a few hypotheses about what's going on. One of them is the increase in larger vehicles. Uh, in the U.S., we know that SUVs have really been on the rise um, we know that pedestrian fatalities involving SUVs have increased more than we've seen for other vehicle types. And part of that is because there's just more SUVs out there. But part of it is likely also because SUVs tend to be more deadly than smaller cars. Um, but other things that could be going on is it could be related to where people are living and walking. And if there is more walking in areas where there's more sprawl and maybe the roads aren't designed for pedestrians is something that could play a role. Um, when we look at where, where these fatalities are going up the most, we see that they're on some of those higher speed roads, um, places where the roads might not be built very well for pedestrians. And um, we also see 
a lot of pedestrian deaths happen at night and even that share is increasing. And so a lot of kind of different, different places where we're seeing a problem and kind of different solutions that we might want to put in place to try to attack it. Yeah. What, what are some of those solutions? Well, when it comes to pedestrian deaths at night, you know, we see that more than three quarters of pedestrian deaths occur at night. And one really simple thing that can help with that is better headlights. If you can't see a pedestrian, that's a problem, you know, and that's a problem in, in many of these nighttime fatalities. Um, and some work that we've done at the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety has been on headlights and how well they light up the road. And we found that surprisingly, a lot of vehicles have pretty bad headlights. You know, you think of headlights as being a really a standard basic feature, but there's still a lot of room for improvement there. Um, and same goes for roadway lighting. Having more roadway lighting is also helpful. Anything that will help you see a pedestrian is really going to be something that makes a difference. Um, and when it comes to roads, reducing speeds is really important. Um, things like automated speed enforcement or just designing roadways um, in ways that drivers don't feel like they need to speed, you know, having good roadway design so that drivers slow down. Um, we know that even just small, very small increases in the speed of a striking vehicle and a pedestrian crash can really increase how deadly the crash is. Um, and when you get to around 50 miles an hour or so, nearly all pedestrians will suffer a serious injury if they're in a crash at that high of a speed. Jessica Chikino, thank you so much for your time tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you.